0: Kenny, the Sports Guy Podcast.
1: Welcome back to Kenny's Sports Guy Podcast, and welcome to another edition of Bench Talk. My guest today is former San Diego Charger linebacker Sean Merriman. Merriman had an eight-year NFL career, six with the then-known San Diego Chargers, and two years with the Buffalo Bills. Playing in 75 games with 196 tackles and 45.5 sacks. He is a three-time Pro Bowler. 2005 NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, and is a member of the San Diego Charger, Chargers 50th Anniversary Team. After a year of being dormant, his MMA promotion lights out three fighting will hold an event on January 14, 2023 at the Riverside Municipal Auditorium in Riverside, California. Please welcome to the show, Sean Merriman. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Sean.
0: Hey, man. Thanks for having me on.
1: So my first question I have for you is you had an eight-year NFL career where you earned the nickname Lights Out. How did that nickname come about?
0: My uh my sophomore year um in high school, I knocked out uh four, four guys, four kids in one game. Um and after that game, you know, people start coming up running up to me saying, you know, you, you knocked those guys' lights out. And I said, uh <laughs> oh, you're cool called me Lights Out, and I didn't know that name was going to stick, right? Um, I remember mm-hmm. going to school Monday morning, and I got my book bag on, I got my books in my hand, and everybody said, hey, good game, Lights, and start calling me Lights. Uh, I then went to go beg my mom to let me get a Lights Out tattoo uh, on my right forearm, and that's how the, the origination of the Lights Out dance came about, so I'm pretending to flick the switch on and off after a big play. So um that name just stuck with me all the way through high school, college and, and then through the uh through the pros.
1: Nice, nice. So you're it didn't came out when you knocked out the opponent's quarterbacks out in the game, right? <laughs> it,
0: it did, it did. And you know, I, I think that you know, football obviously was a little bit different back then, and and just how mm-hmm. we perceived. Um, but at the time, it was applauded. It was a part of the game, and and people just uh, they love how I played, and that's that's probably what I appreciate more, most about my career.
1: So the next question I have for you is: During your career, you obviously played in a lot of games and a lot of classic games as well. What was one college game or NFL game that stood out to you the most?
0: I would I would say uh, in 2006, the first game we had against the Raiders, um, that was, you know, Monday night football with the only show in town. And I believe I had, you know, four or five sacks or something like that, that game and everybody was watching. It was just, um, you know, my phone uh, just blowing up and and going, getting home and and watching the highlights on, um, you know, the sports channels. And it was it was great for me, man, because um, you know, after having a rookie year like I had coming back out opening the season that way, you couldn't mm-hmm. ask for anything better.
1: So there has been like a lot of other games with you as well. Um, I think one one game that actually stood out is when, you know, that's the game you mentioned where, you know, facing the Raiders, the Raiders were, you know, they were good at the time, not right now, but I think that was the same game that uh, I was thinking because uh, that was actually a really good game that you played.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously playing the Raiders, right. Um, they were a, a division opponent, division rivalry. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer was my coach at the time who absolutely hated the Raiders. So then he, you know, kind of pushed down and trickled down that hate to us uh, for the Raiders. And so that whole, that Raider week was just, it was another level.
1: Yeah. So the next question I have for you is what was your favorite part of being a part of the national football league?
0: I would say, uh, the guys I played with, man, uh, I look back on it now and it takes you a little bit to kind of step back and see like, Holy crap. I played with, you know, LT and Phillip rivers, Lorenzo Neal, um, you know, Antonio Gates. I mean, just, we are talking about hall of fame, hall of fame guys. And, um, that to me is, you know, I look back on it, was probably the my best time, my best memories of of playing in in the NFL.
1: What was the uh worst, the worst part of being a part of the National Football League?
0: Uh probably getting sent home a couple of times by the Patriots, <laughs> you know, in the playoffs. <laughs> um, you know, we outside of the Raiders, we've always had a, a special hate for the for the Patriots too, and and you know, they were just so great as a team, obviously led by Tom Brady and, and Bill Belichick. And they just, you know, a couple of times we, w- we were the better team on paper. We had more players. They just found ways to beat us. They played very smart football. And what we, we go back and we watch the film and we're like, man, we lost to these guys. But they were just um, really good at taking advantage of, of our mistakes.
1: So let's talk about the NFL playoffs. Your beloved Chargers made it to the you know, the wild card round and they will be facing the Jacksonville Jaguars this Saturday on NBC. Who do you have winning that game?
0: I got my charges. You know, I'm not being biased, but they're the better team going into the game. They are. Uh the only scary part is they go into Jacksonville, right? Yeah. Jacksonville, they're playing um aggressive football. They're young. They're hungry on the defense side of the ball. Trevor Lawrence, when he's when he's playing well, he's he's difficult to to play against um Zay Jones and all those guys that that make plays on the offense side of the ball. So, you know, getting down there, they can't start slow. I think that's the biggest, the biggest concern, right? You can't start slow. I know it's a time difference. Mm-hmm. You got to fly You have to be ready to go as, as soon as that game starts because if not, uh this is a team that if you get late in the third and fourth quarter, they they play uh they play up to their level. They they get better momentum as the game go on. Yeah, I want to
1: agree. I think the Chargers is gonna win this game. I really don't think it's Jacksonville's time. I think um Jackson Herbert's gonna throw up over 300 yards. I think uh Austin Eckler is gonna have a big game. And I think the defense is gonna stop Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I mean, it's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. The Chargers are the better team. I mean, they in every for the most part, in every position, they're better. Um, yeah. but when you have a team like Jacksonville, who's very confident right now, they're young, they're hungry um they're they're one of the most difficult teams to see in the first round but they're
1: also hot they're they're also hot
0: hot. they're also hot they're also hot and so you know with all those things combined you have to jump out on them early because it'll be a long day for you if you don't
1: yeah so who are your Super Bowl picks
0: um I know you said the Chargers aren't aren't, you don't think they're going um but you know let I want to see how they play against Jacksonville right because it when they show up and they play well, they're very difficult to beat. Um, but in the AFC, it's really a toss-up, you know, because any mm-hmm. one of these quarterbacks, any one of these teams can win in any any week. Um, you, you have to say KC because they they won Super Bowls. They've been there before. They're more experienced. Uh, they're the team to beat right now, so you have to give them the up a hand. But on the NFC side, you really only have two teams, in my opinion. That's Philadelphia Eagles and, and San Francisco 49ers that are, in my opinion, that are real contenders.
1: Yeah, I want to agree with you on that one. I think from the AFC it's gonna be the Bills. And from the NFC, I will have to be the San Francisco 49ers. I really like the Niners because that defense is really, really good. And also Brock Purdy's really good as well.
0: Yeah, Purdy, the way he's playing right now is not he he doesn't reflect his age. That that's for sure. Um, you know, the way he's coming and taking over that team and the confidence we I don't I don't think we've ever seen a young guy that confident and in, in that poised um mm-hmm. things get rubbed. We we haven't seen that before. So, you know, like I said, there's two, you know, between them and Philly, that they're, they're really the only two teams that I pose as being a threat coming out of the NFC.
1: Also, he was uh, Mr. Irrelevant, so he's not playing like he's Mr. irrelevant. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at all. I mean, you know, I, I think they need to get rid of that word, uh, you know, because when you get drafted in the NFL, you're good, right? It just, yeah. you are. And I don't care if you get drafted in the first round or the seventh round. You're getting drafted for a reason, and there's not a lot of players to go around. So, um, yeah, I, I would, especially when you're talking about someone like him, you you got to ban that word. That's a you know, hard word to use.
1: So moving on to the NFL, to MMA. Let's talk about lifestyle extreme fighting. After you retired, you started your own MMA promotion,
0: how did the idea of this promotion came out to be? Yeah, um, you know, for one, um, I was training MMA during the offseason, season, but between two thousand five and two thousand six, uh, I just wanted to get better with my hands and handout eye coordination, being able to use my hands as outside linebacker and pass rusher. Um, long story short, I ended up loving it, loving the sport. Got a, had a great passion for it. Mm-hmm. I started to train every off season, uh, and like you just said, we I launched Lights Out Extreme Fighting in two thousand eighteen. Um, now on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. Um, so we've extended our relationship with Fubo all of 2023 and uh and, and look to keep putting on great fights and have more people to tune in.
1: So, what would you say is the main goal of Lights Out Extreme uh promotions?
0: Fighting well, you know, for, for us, we, we understand there's other you know bigger promotions and whatnot out there. Um, the partnership with Fubo obviously um, gives us a chance to be seen not only nationally but internationally. This fight coming up will be shown in France, uh, Canada, and some parts of Spain. I mean, this is our first international showing. Um, but you know, we just want to give these fighters an opportunity to be seen, right? To give them a platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know there's not a lot of great promotions out there, and we want to be um, we want to be put up there in the upper echelons of of uh, the best to do it.
1: So what you're doing is actually correct because uh, you're giving all these up and coming fighters a chance to showcase themselves from an international audience where they can just hone their skills and become better fighters. And, you know, just showcase them basically, which is something that I feel like is needed because, you know, there are a lot of, you know, young athletes out there that didn't have the showcase, you know, to show off their skills and, I feel like it's a perfect opportunity, this promotion, to do that, to show off their skills, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's what it's about, man. It's it's about having an opportunity. Um, you know, give these guys a platform. You got a, a lot of young, hungry fighters out here that's looking for an opportunity to to showcase their talents uh, and be seen, right? They, they want to prolong their career. They want, you know, to get better sponsors. They want to get um, more opportunities to, you know, maybe go to the next level. Hopefully, a lot of these guys stay with us as we grow. Um, But, you know, the plan is just give them an opportunity to showcase what they can do.
1: Yeah. So I recently read in an interview with TNC Sports that you want to get into a cave cage with some WWE superstars. (laughs) So if you had to choose, name three superstars that you want to get into the cage with.
0: Well, it's hard to name them because I, I don't want to name guys that, that aren't training. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I, and I don't know which ones are, but I, I threw that out there, not really necessarily challenging anybody, but they're, you know, one of our main goals is transitioning former athletes into lights out extreme fighting. Yeah. Uh, and if I have to lead the way by by strapping it up, with one of these guys from the WWE or, um, you know, a former athlete, then I'm definitely open to it. I think that it will be great for the promotion. it will be live on football sports. We'll have a big, mm-hmm uh big event where everybody's watching. Um and I think it's good all the way around. I, I I encourage every former athlete to try some kind of combat sport uh when they retire. Whether they take a fight or not, that's on them. But I think that having that discipline and regimen to pick back up after you get done with your you know respect to sport um will be good, you know, mentally, physically, uh, you know, kind of stay with it. Uh, you talk to any one of these former guys; they will tell you two things they missed: they missed the locker room and they missed competing. So we want to give mm-hmm. them
1: an opportunity to, to get back in that, to get back in that arena. And finally, the last question for this is: who will be on the card for this Saturday's event?
0: Yeah, we have uh, 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 Willie Gates. Um, you know Marvin Garcia. You know we have a lot of guys, former UFC guys, that fought there. Some of these guys are looking for opportunity to get back into the UFC. We we understand that. Um, but we have about nine fights starting at 6 p.m. Pacific, live on football TV. And, you know, it's around the same time as the Chargers game. So I'll have a, a little mini TV strapped up to the cage somewhere <laughs> where, I can, where I can go back and forth. And I'm hoping that, you know, the, the fans and the people out there do the same, right? You're watching the game, doing the breaks, pop back into the fights. Um, and also, to you know, catching into the fights because the game will, will be close to being over by then.
1: So where can people find you in out Extreme Fighting? On social media. Yeah.
0: yeah, you can follow me at Sean Merriman on on Instagram and Twitter. Uh at lights out XF on Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, you can get your tickets to at Lights Out XF if you're in the area. Uh, but if not, check us out. We'll be live on Fubo TV starting at six p.m. Pacific this Saturday, January 14th.
1: Well, that's all the questions I have today. Thank you so so much, Sean Merriman, for the time. Check out his lights out three fighting. This Saturday, live from Riverside, California on FUBU TV. You can find this episode on KenySportsGuy.com and my YouTube channel, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. In addition, head on over to my social media pages on Twitter at sports, Instagram at KenySportsGuy1, and TikTok at Kenny sports Podcast. Until the next episode, see ya, and I hope you stay safe and healthy.
0: The Sports Guy Podcast.